0: Encouraged me to be more joyful uh, in worship and to, to preach uh, happier messages. And I have heard this every week as I prepare sermons. And then inevitably, on the weeks that it is impossible to preach a joy filled sermon, Greg is directly in my, my eyesight. And so I must apologize, Greg. I promise there is joy at the table. We'll get there. Um, but it's been a week that has been hard for me to find joy. Coming out of All Saints Sunday and then coming through Veterans Day, I have particularly just had this uh, kind of weariness of soul around people who have gone or are going. Um, I've had a lot of deep feelings about my father this week, Captain Donald Foster, United States Marine Corps. Uh, He's a Marine. Marines and soldiers, sailors and airmen are different things, right? Uh, Marine who passed away in 2022, right? uh, after uh, a life of deep reflection on his service both uh, in, in the Marines and in the church. And then this week I learned that uh, uh, my lifelong next-door neighbor, her father, is going home in hospice. Uh, and he is uh, actually a soldier, Army uh, veteran, uh, who literally made it so my father could stay in his home five years after my mother died. Um, when my local church failed my father, uh, John... Saw part of his services to care for those who he loved next door. And he made sure Dad could get out and get where he needed to go. He made sure uh, that Dad could be involved in the church. My father converted to Catholicism at 73 years old uh, to go and participate in the Eucharist at this church because this man was willing to take him. Uh, And this week, uh, he heads home uh, to eventually head home. And so it's hard for me to find joy this week. And then Darren pointed to it, the text this week, are not like the uh, bring the children to me, life is good to go kind of texts, are they? We have this Amos text, which is, uh, it is doom and gloom. Uh, this is the work of the prophets, by and large. Uh, Yahweh speaks to them and says, go tell Israel the way things are right now is not working. And, and this is the message, is things are woe. We have a bunch of uh, folks in Israel who are uh, doing the things that look religious Uh, But they're not actually worshiping God or caring for each other. So we have this text that says, I would despise your festivals. I don't want your offerings, because God doesn't. God does not care if uh, the people who would claim to be God's people just do the things to look the way. And so we get a hard message to the people of Israel. Uh, The gospel reading today is not an easy gospel reading, because we all want to think of ourselves as the wise ones who always have our oil ready and our lamps filled, Right? How often are we the ones whose lamps have run dry and have ceased to watch for the groom to come? And then we have this text from 1 Thessalonians, uh, which in many ways mirrors our text from last week, from All Saints Sunday, uh, in its reflection on uh, the reality for the early church. Remember, we're back now in Thessalonians where Paul is writing to a church who is weary. In their bones they are tired because Christ has not come again. Remember, the early church... Uh, we have the time of Jesus and we have the time of the apostles and they all expect Jesus to roll back into town with trumpets a-blowing any day to show up and make things right. We have a whole theology of sex and marriage in the early church that that hinges on this idea that we don't need to make babies because Jesus is coming back tomorrow. And by the point we get here, Jesus has not come back. And people have begun to die. These... Faithful saints of the church at Thessalonica, the faithful saints of the church at Philippi, the faithful saints of the church in Corinth and beyond have begun to die. And now we have a new question not just why hasn't Jesus come, but what about these dead people? They gave it all up for the sake of the gospel. They uh, experienced ridicule amongst the people of their uh, town. They abandoned the empire worship. They abandoned uh, the Greco Roman gods, all for this Jesus who now has not come back. And so, what about them? We, we were told if we follow you, it'll be all right. Christ is coming, and we will join him in victory. And now we have all these dead people who gave it all up. What for? That's a great question for your pastor. They didn't have Paul's letter to the church at Thessalonica to turn to for hope. They didn't have... Uh, john's revelation to the churches that says there'll be a time when there's no more pain and no more sorrow they didn't have first john's letter that said though we don't know what it'll be like we know that when he appears we shall be like him instead they looked to their pastors and said what do we do and so paul is not writing some grand theological tone he is saying to his church let me tell you what i know as surely as christ died and raised from the dead those who have died in christ will also raise pretty much what he gives you. I told Bill this could be a really short sermon because I think that's the whole sermon. We don't have all the answers. Today's text is not to be confused with the uh, cultural idea of the rapture. This is a whole different uh, picture. This is a picture of a time uh, when all are reunited in Christ. When Christ comes back as he left and the dead raise up and the alive are together once more in Christ. This is the hope of the gospel that Uh, this Christ who knew our death has shown us what it is to have life. And though we don't know uh, when or how, we know that once uh, at some point we will be reunited together with each other and with Christ. I don't have to look uh, at many different uh, sections of our room to to see those of you who have been touched by loss and pain recently. I can literally walk uh, section by section and know people who have lost their fathers and their brother-in-laws and uh, other family members and uh, mothers and siblings and husbands. And it just goes. And and for those of you who feel like, I have not experienced any loss lately and things are not weary and things are great, uh, Jesus loves you, the gospel's great. Okay. But for uh, the great majority who are facing the reality that things are tough Christ will come again. I hope, uh, hope many of you know Carol Cooper when I say that name. She's our downtown campus pastor, and Carol uh, is far more sanctified than I am and is down a journey of holiness where she has this deep trust in her Lord. Uh, this week we learned that her husband, who had been in for surgery a couple weeks ago, uh, we thought to have just a part of his lung removed where there was some cancer, and they, they ended up not doing this surgery because there was more cancer. Uh, we have learned that it is, uh, it is bad, um, and uh, there are real hard choices to be made. And um, it's really hard uh, to be preparing a sermon about a church that is confronting death when one of your dear friend's husband is confronting Potentially death. Where they hear that many of the treatments that are possible are not there. Where they hear that uh, this is a thing that we might can do and we don't know if it will work. I don't know much. But I know that Carol's first point was, I know that Christ has not left us. And that Christ will redeem us. I want... I want a big joyful moment, but the big joyful moment's here at the table in just a little bit, and I am going to wrap this up because the sermon's over. The the moment is here uh, where we declare the mystery of faith that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. We look for that time where we will feast at his heavenly banquet, when we all join together once more. This is the hope of the gospel. This is the thing uh, that is the church's gift. It is our Uh, very bedrock of our foundation to stand on in those times when we are facing pain and sorrow. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Jesus, we, um, when we struggle for comfort, uh, we do give thanks that you know our death and have shown us life. We give thanks that you know what it is to weep for those that you have loved who died and that you have uh, tasted death yourself and have defeated it. And yet, just as this church and the other early churches uh, wondered, why have you not come back, Lord? They cried out, uh, come, Lord Jesus. We so cry out, come, Lord Jesus. And until that day that you do and make things right, Lord, uh, would you draw near to us with a peace that surpasses all understanding? Would your spirit testify with our spirit that we are your beloved children, that you have in your arms those whom we love. Lord, when we are weak, will you surround us with those who are strong, who can bear us up? When we are in seasons of uh, thanksgiving, uh, may we be uh, steady hands for those who are weak. Lord, may we be a church that is a safe place for those who are hurting and mourning and crying out, come, Lord Jesus, come. We love you and praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.